Hey there, and welcome back to the Virtual Cafe for another coffee combo about business finances. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and I am joined by Kim White. We invite you to join us at our table with your favourite brew. Let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Kim, I think it's time we tried something different. Oh, should I be scared? Well, I've never had a mochaccino before. Oh, Carrie, that's what I want. But I don't, I don't get it. I don't see how coffee goes with chocolate. But then again, I have had ice cream, coffee ice cream with chocolate cookies. So do you think I should order a, a mochaccino? I definitely think you should, Carrie. And could you get two of them, please? Oh, okay. Two <laughs> <laughs> mochaccinos. Yay. All right, Kim, so we're here to talk about something pretty serious today. Coffee aside... Mochaccinos aside, we want to talk about team members. Ooh, I love this topic, Carrie. Well, I love team members, personally, because they help us. They help us a lot in our business, and it's great to have team on our side and support. But then one of the things that often comes up, Kim, is a lot of business owners have this concept of a team member being a bit of a liability bit of a bit of an expense on the books what do you think Kim I definitely think it's an expense in the way that does cost us it costs us money to have team members but Carrie I think it goes deeper than that I think you're right Kim I think it does go deeper than that because I believe in investing in team members and I believe they are an asset in our business Yes, you're right, they are 100% an expense. They fall into the expense categories of our business finances. So I get why everyone thinks of someone on their team as an expense as such, but I think a lot of people miss the trick about them being such an asset rather than focusing on how much they cost. Because it's easy. If you're running a payroll in your business, and then you've got a few team members and then suddenly you see how much is going out of the bank account. And then over here, Kim, and you guys, I know you've got your 401k, we have superannuation, you have to pay tax on their wages. Over here, we have workers' compensation. So there's all these additional costs that come with having team members as well. So I get it. I absolutely see how people just go, oh, they cost me so much money. My team cost me so much money and I'm always paying out all this money for for wages and to have team members. However, the trick that I think a lot of us are missing is we can flip that in our mindset into the investment opportunity and the asset opportunity that they bring to the table to help us in our business. I think they're great investments, Gary, when it's time in your business. And I will say here, Carrie, I don't know if it's the same there, but here there's a difference between employees and contractors. So we have, we like we have both here in the U.S. and they fall under different rules because we want to encourage, like our business wants to encourage team members to literally be their own business and their own boss and their own things. So we do, like, we do it differently, but it's definitely an investment. And when you're going slow enough to make sure they're trained properly and all of that, it is a huge return on that investment that you can, you know, you can count on when you get the right team members. 
Kim, do you need another coffee? I do, Carrie. Okay, why don't we just take a quick break, rest our voices, grab that other cup, and we'll be right back. See you in a minute. Do you find your finances confusing or overwhelming? Well, guess what? You're not alone. I'm Kerry Zab, and I am your financial designer. It's time to take away those sleepless nights, all the stress and pressure we feel from those flippin' digits. Finances can be hard. This is why your seat at my virtual cafe is reserved in the Biz Beans Club. Our gatherings are held on the third Monday of each month at 6pm Central Time and I'd love you to join us to ask questions, gain access to resources so that you can get in control of your business finances. This is where coffee meets money. Are you ready? What are you waiting for? It's time for you to be in the driver's seat of your finances. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode to join us in the Biz Beans Club. Kim, that feels better. What do you reckon? Oh my goodness, Carrie, I can't wait to enjoy this cup of coffee with you. Me too. And Kim, that's a really interesting point because same here in Australia, we do have the option of having contractors versus employees. So employees, you do have all those extra costs that you need to pay for them. However, if you bring in a contractor into your business, you might actually pay a higher hourly rate as such but it's all inclusive it's just that one cost that you're paying for that person but likewise they have their own business they could be a sole trader sole proprietor or they could be a company either way and they bring themselves and what they're going to deliver to the company via their business but I actually find Kim that that works quite well because those people can be more invested themselves because not only are they delivering a service to your business but they're building their business so there's a different kind of ownership and a different level of commitment versus an employee sometimes and you know I hate to kind of speak negatively but sometimes employees just want to clock on clock off and and don't really care too much beyond that whereas a contractor may come in and actually be a lot more invested because they're a business owner, so they know what it feels like. They're wearing a very different hat. They're not only investing in your business with the service that they deliver, but likewise, they're investing in their own at the same time. So it does, I think, bring a different service offering to the table and a different relationship as well. But essentially, both are an expense and they do fall into that category, but very differently placed, I believe. So, Carrie, what would you say in this conversation, what would you say would be the time to know if you're ready to make an investment into a team member, if your business can handle the expense, if, because that's one of the things you and I both hear a lot of is, I'm a, you know, I'm a sole, solo entrepreneur and I can't afford to have a team member, there comes a place where it actually costs you more to not have one. But how does somebody recognize that and know when that is? Well, Kim, it's a really good question because there's there's not a set formula for this, in my opinion. I don't believe you would sit there and go, okay, I'm turning over $100,000 in my business, therefore I 
equal being able to afford a team member. It doesn't work like that because it will depend on the business. If you're selling products, your profit margin on those products is going to play a huge contributing factor in bringing in a team member. If you're a service-based business, there's normally a, a much higher profit margin involved there. However, sometimes we can get stuck in that trap of trading time for money that you've told me a lot about, Kim, to be bluntly honest. And at the same time, if you don't put someone in your business, are you limiting the growth? So there's, there's no set equation, there's no magic formula to affording someone on your team. But you know what? The best place to start, in my opinion, is start small. If you think you need help in your business and you, you're not sure if your budget can sustain it or what it's going to do for your business to grow and is it actually going to equal more revenue, start with someone for five hours a week, 10 hours a month, whatever you need to put in, dip your toe in the water with it. Yes, I encourage everyone to be across their numbers and know whether they can actually afford it. But sometimes we need to make that investment. So it's not a case of, not that you can't afford it. I want you to be able to afford it. However, you might need to make the investment to then get the return afterwards. So this is why a lot of team members become an investment, not only for the team member, but for the business and the overall future growth that it can have as well. But Terry, can I add to that one thing that like I had to recognize when I started building our team. And that is that I could no longer do all the things I needed to do and take on one more thing. Like I was, I was at a place of, you cannot build past this point because I was the only one doing the things. So I feel like that that may not be a monetary number, but it is a physical like entrepreneur number as far as I can't do any more hours and still have my life. I need someone to take this off my plate and I started with one thing at a time. I did, well, let me back up and tell the true story. I did something that was a whole bunch of stuff at one time and it was a hot mess. Like this was a long time ago, but I, I still remember the pain. I still remember what that felt like because it cost me a lot of money that I didn't need to be paying out and it didn't result in an investment. It re it resulted in just having expenses. And I think that that's maybe the, the difference is if you start small, like you said, and it's something that if someone takes this five hours, a, you know, a week off my, off my plate, can I do more business in that five hours? Because I'm gonna make more money than what I'm going to pay out. And I think that that's a big shift in, in entrepreneur thinking, like you said, when you can recognize that I can make more money if I delegate something. And Kim, let's paint a quick little picture because exactly what you said is what we can experience, particularly in the service-based business, because there is a ceiling there's a limitation that we can reach of our capability to take on more work. So if it's you in the business that's delivering the service services to your clients and you reach that ceiling, you might, like we've just talked about, Kim, want to bring someone in for 10 hours a week. Now, 
let's just run some basic numbers here. If you're charging clients $60 an hour, and then you're paying somebody $30 an hour. So if you can take things off your plate, and it may not be immediate, because when we bring in someone, there's you know a little bit of a learning curve there. But essentially, if you can end up, like the result you end up with is an extra five hours a week or, or 10 hours a week to actually service more clients, 60 minus 30 is 30. So that is going to equal more money in your business. And obviously that can grow and escalate and move forward as you have more things that you can delegate to a team member. The maths of it can be that simple. It literally can look like that. And that's as simple as you need to make it. So you don't necessarily look at your numbers now, but think about that that forecast, that projection that you can make. And what you're trying to achieve is the biggest piece to take away from that equation as well. Well, Terry, with your example, who wouldn't want to invest in something that they could get that kind of return on? Like, that's what I look at is if I can pay out 30 and get 60 back, that's a great investment. Yeah, exactly. You're so brilliant, Kerry. Sometimes, Kim, sometimes, sometimes just need to keep it that simple. You know, a lot of us actually overcomplicate these things. And maybe we sit there and go, Okay, I need to look at the last six months. You know, what is what has the turnover been? What have the expenses been? No, strip it back to basics. We can keep our numbers really basic. We can keep it super simple to make smart decisions. And that's what it's about. I want everyone to be more across their numbers. And if they were asked, you know, what is your revenue for the last six months and what are your expenses? It'd be nice to know those numbers. But it's not a, a mandatory need. You don't have to have those digits in the forefront of your mind. You've got better things to keep your brainwaves open for than those numbers. So when we have situations like this and when we think about team members bringing someone new, you might already have team members. And you might be looking at, can I get another one? Do I need another one? What are they going to do? What's that return on investment going to be like? And is it just going to cost me money? because a lot of us business owners just consider someone coming in a cost. So I'm gonna drop this here, Carrie, because I think it's a conversation you and I need to have. And it's kind of the difference between having a team and a posse. So we talk about having a posse being something fun, but are you paying someone on your team to just hang out with you and be fun or are you actually paying them for something to get something off your plate? And I think a lot of people go into hiring someone and they don't count the cost in the way that if it's your posse, they're, they're not really productive. That's not what they're there for. So I think that when we're talking, you and I are talking about team members, we're talking about true team members, ones that take responsibility for things and give us the ability to do other things. Well, Kim, I've got a really good idea. That conversation could go into Buckets and Boom Gates because we have another podcast that we may have spoken about before that is called <laughs> Buckets and Boom Gates. And we have general conversations over there, less about the money, a lot less about the money. And I won't say we don't mention it because it's me. I can't help it. <laughs> but we do have great conversations over there, Kim. So... I like the word posse. I, I do like that. That's a that's a clever little way to put it. 
my translation is, you know, are we just employing a friend? Yes. Let's tie that into the conversation over in Buckets and Boomgates when we catch up there next, Kim. How about that? Gary, can we take our mocha chinas with us over there, though, because they're really good? Well, uh, we will. It's not even a question because we can decide. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good, good. (laughs) Kim, thank you for joining me for this conversation. We need to get out of here. Thank you for inviting me to the table, Carrie. I love being with you at the cafe. You're welcome. Thank you, Kim. I'll see you next time. Bye, Carrie. Thanks for joining us in the virtual cafe. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you. No beans were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.